0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott.
0: It's Thursday the 30th of May. Coming up, race hate crimes against children reaches three-year high.
2: We know from services that we operate, like Childline, the devastating impact that that can have on a child's life.
0: Campaigners fight against plans for a huge solar
3: farm. Lots of residents from Gravely and from Faversham have come to me, and I've seen for myself
0: how this could have a really devastating impact on the environment. And parents of teenager who died from undiagnosed heart condition urge others to get
1: screened. Ben was a, a happy, outgoing child, very active child, showed no signs of any problems whatsoever. Kent Online News.
0: First today, the number of race hate crimes against children in Kent has reached a three-year high. Police in the county recorded just over 300 offences in 2017 to 2018. That's an average of almost six a week. The number's nearly trebled from 103 the previous year and includes crimes against babies and toddlers. Ish has been chatting to Alex Gray from the NSPCC, which has compiled the data.
2: These 302 offences last year um, against under-18s in Kent is particularly concerning. Um, We know that um, young people are often feeling ashamed when they are victims of these particular types of crimes you know they receive messages um, such as go back home even when they're from this country um, and it really impacts on things such as their self-esteem it can impact on mental health issues as well so we are seeing more and more young people um, feeling depressed or turning to coping mechanisms such as self-harm because of this
4: absolutely and particularly young children as been as it's been pointed out in in the findings they become too afraid to to even tell their parents about what's happened to them and, and you you point out a, a number of different issues what what could be those long term impacts of being racially abused for a young child? I think
2: it can have a devastating impact on uh, young children. I think generally this type of crime creates further division within um, society, but in terms of the, the individual impact, um, it can be extremely hurtful um, to them, and we've seen that, that that can lead to long-term anxiety issues, self-esteem issues, right into adulthood. So this isn't just about a, a single you know isolated incident, it is that longer-term impact that can really um, damage a person for life.
4: I wonder if you could go into some specific uh, crimes that have been committed. What some of the things that um, are, are involved in this? I mean, uh, from what I understand, you know, even toddlers and babies are amongst the victims uh, recorded. Um, that's extremely concerning. What what sort of things are actually happening?
2: From this um, freedom of information request, we don't we don't have that information from the police. But what we do here um, at Childline is that you know children are. For example being told to to go back home they're being verbally abused on the streets it can even become physical as well because they look different and um, so they are struggling to fit in they can become isolated because of that it might be you know that they are being bullied at school um, because they are seen as different so it, it really is a variety of lots of different things all with this Im- devastating impact on the child and young person.
4: How does Kent compare to the rest of the country in in the UK?
2: UK UK-wide there were 10,500 offences. I don't think it's that Kent is particularly worse than any other um, county but this is a problem across the country and it is something for um, officials and for society within Kent in particular to think about these 302 offences last year and how we're sending out that message that adults, if they do see children being racially abused, bullied, um, that they do intervene and that they do take a stand against this type of crime.
4: What do you think needs to be done uh, on top of that in order to bring these figures down?
2: It's about us as a whole society um, responding to this in a way that shows that it is unacceptable for children to be the victims of these particular race hate offences and these race hate crimes and that if people do see um this happening in the street that they are challenging it and that we're having a, a more general conversation about how unacceptable this type of behavior is whether that be child on child or adult on child
4: absolutely and just finally how can victims be supported obviously as a charity you do a lot of that type of work what what if if there are children who feel unsafe or have been targeted what Can they do? What support is out there for victims?
2: My first and most important piece of advice to children who might be a victim of this particular type of crime is to speak out. And it's about finding that right person for you to speak to, whether that be an organisation such as Childline or a teacher or a parent. It's about getting yourself this right support in place so that you can be listened to and you can tell the story of what's happened to you and we can support you in, in some of that emotional impact. As an organisation with Childline, we will work with a young person to work towards reporting this to the police because it is a very serious crime and we want to work with the young person to get them to the, the stage where they feel able to speak out about what's happening to them. But it's really important that that remains the young person's choice um, when and if that happens.
0: Kent Police say the rise is down to more people feeling confident enough to report it and better recording of offences.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: A man's been charged with sexually assaulting and indecently exposing himself to women in Medway. 25-year-old Aynal Arseni from Wakeley Road in Rainham was arrested on Tuesday night and is accused of seven offences in total across Raynham and Gillingham over the past couple of months. An inquest has heard how a teenage girl was found unresponsive by emergency crews at a home in Dover. The family of 17-year-old Sophie Pierce have described her as bright and beautiful after she passed away in hospital at the weekend. A post-mortem has not been able to establish the cause of her death and the inquest has been adjourned until November. Police say inquiries are ongoing. A big meeting has been taking place to discuss plans to build Britain's biggest solar park in Kent. The £450 million development on farmland and marshes in Graveney near Faversham would provide enough power for almost 100,000 homes. Campaigners are fighting against the project. Here's the area's MP Helen Whateley. Well, I came along today to the first
3: official meeting by the planning inspector about the Cleve Hill solar plant development. Um, the reason I came is because I'm really, really concerned about it. So lots of residents from Graveney and from Faversham have come to me and I've seen for myself how this could have a really devastating impact on the environment around Graveney. So while clearly renewable energy is a good thing and we want to shift to you know, carbon neutral, I want the UK to be carbon neutral, but what price does renewable energy come up? What, no, what cost will there be to the local environment? And is this the right way and the right place to produce renewable energy, given that the alternative is that the Environment agency plans to kind of reflood much of the marshes around Graveney and recreate an amazing wetland environment. So there's already lots of rare birds breeding in the area in the scientifically protected, in the protected area. Um, and so, this could become the most amazing habitat and also act as a carbon sink. Wouldn't that be better than an industrial scale solar plant across this like, open landscape? So, what is it in particular about this application that you don't like? Is it just the sheer scale of it or is it where it is? Say, that you suggested something that was only a quarter of the
0: size, would you support that in the same area?
3: So I think the problem with this proposal is firstly, it's scale. And secondly, the location. So the scale is, I mean, it's just massive. It would be the biggest ever built in the UK. It's five times bigger than the current biggest solar plant. So completely different scale, also new technology. So they're planning to do the panels in a different way, which traps more the sunlight, but means there's less wildlife. So one is massive scale. The other thing is the location it's in. So some solar um, developments are you can put them in a dip in a field and you put a sort of hedgerow around it and it's in a maybe in the wheeled area where that's you you could just conceal it completely so this is a really open landscape so if you walk along the 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 coastal path there's no way that this would be concealed you'd be looking down at it and so that has a huge impact on the feel of the 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 view the experience whether you're a local or you're a tourist coming to enjoy the area and then also there's its location um, where in, in, in areas where, where wild birds and um, uh, endangered species are, are, are you know, that's a really important habitat for them, so that's another problem with the location. Mm. So say this application gets rejected, what would you suggest they do then? Would there be alternative options that you'd be pleased to support? Well, if the application um, isn't successful, then what I would expect to see is the Environment Agency's plan to come forward Of recreating the wetland environment here in the next five to ten years, Um, that will no doubt have uh, some concerns for residents to be affected. But in terms of that, feels like a much better thing to do with the landscape than to totally industrialise it and obliterate it in this way. And so now the the inquiry is officially opened. What will your next steps be? And while I'll be keeping uh, a close watch on the progress of the inquiry, I'll be making submissions myself. Um, I hope to come and contribute in person at some of the hearings. Quite a lot of them clash with parliamentary business, but the ones I can come to, I will come to. I'll also be lobbying at a national level um, to, to make sure that full account is taken of all the arguments. And to make sure, for instance, I have concerns that some of the sector consultees might say, everything's fine for, say, wildlife, based on assuming the solar panels will be like the more usual kind, they need to take into account this is new technology. So I'm going to be making sure that the concerns that have been raised with me by residents and by the RSPB and by the Kent Wildlife Trust and others are really considered at every level.
0: A government-appointed inquiry into the controversial plans is expected to last up to six months. Energy Minister and Tunbridge Wells MP Greg Clark will then make a final decision on whether it can go ahead later this year or sometime in 2020. Kent Online News. The parents of a boy who died from an undiagnosed heart condition just days after his 15th birthday have been back to his old school to offer heart screenings. Ben Hammond passed away almost three years ago and now his mum and dad Steve and Sherilyn are urging other young people to have ECG tests. Steve says they want to raise awareness.
1: Ben was a a happy outgoing child, um, very active child, um, showed no signs of any problems whatsoever. And then on July the 4th in 2016, he suffered a massive heart attack um, and died within a very short space of time. It took us three months to find out what his cause of death death was. His condition that he had uh, was very rare. Um, I think it's 0.03 of the population suffer from the condition. It's just getting the word out there and explaining the story all the time so that people realize how important it is to get screened. You might think there's nothing wrong, I mean certainly Ben, on the outside, you would never have realised that he had any problem whatsoever um, and, and for him to be taken from us as, as quickly as that obviously was devastating.
0: They've been at Homewood School in Tentadon this week offering free screenings. Pauline Moore from the charity Cardiac Risk in the Young told us how it works. It's called an ECG or the big long word is called electrocardiogram. We have no needles, no sharps, no pain. No shocks and hopefully no surprises. It's a relaxing test. It will be five minutes. Since their son died, Steve and Sherilyn have set up a fundraising group to offer more free tests to youngsters.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: A drug dealer from Gillingham who stamped packages of cocaine with the Batman logo has been jailed for six years. The 32-year-old was arrested in February after police found drugs and tens of thousands of pounds in cash in his car. We now know when a home bargain's Jim and Aldi are due to open at a former Toys R Us store in Kent. Developers for the building on the Horsted Retail Park in Chatham say the stores should be up and running by next spring. There'll also be a KFC drive through on the site, and it's hoped it'll all create 190 jobs. Kent Online Showbiz. Singer Ellie Golding has been chatting to KMFM about her new music. The star recently released the single 16 and teamed up with legendary presenter David Attenborough for his new Netflix documentary. She told Glenn on the hit list what it was like. It was
5: really scary. I'm like like you. I'm a huge fan, and he was kind of an idol when I was growing up, and completely in awe of him. and that he really does have this aura around him and when I when I met him I, I kind of crumbled, didn't really know what to say <laughs> what do you say to one of the greatest men in the world? That's um, what I was
1: going to ask, I was like what was your opening line? I
5: think I, I just said I was very honoured to be a part of this this, you know, the one planet and so honoured to do the song and blah blah blah, you know, but really I was just kind of like wow, the actual David Attenborough
1: um, is, is he the sort of person that just has a presence about he, him? He
5: has a presence and he's really warm and he gave me a big cuddle and it's oh, really sweet. A um, David Just one of one of those, you know, one of those people that you just can't imagine, you know, not not existing.
1: And it's his voice. Obviously, he's got he's got this documentary voice, which I'm sure he might put on a little bit. Is it is it the same? Are you just like no
5: it's just his voice it's just oh, his voice
1: what a man what a, I really was hoping that like that's just a voice put on for a documentary and then he's got like a proper Essex accent outside of it. no
5: that's how he that's how he speaks all the time
1: is he the person that obviously out of everybody around is he the person that you would have been most starstruck to meet or is there somebody else who would kind of just tip the scales a little bit
5: oh my gosh no he's he's really up there um i've managed to hold it together quite well when i've met people in the past uh but he's no he's definitely up there um obviously meeting the queen is quite is quite scary i've done that a couple of times and it doesn't get any less (laughs) scary she she also has that kind of incredible aura around her
1: Uh, we need to chat about your song 16 it's out now we are loving playing it on the show Um, tell me a little bit about how that track came kind of came together
5: I wrote this song a couple of years ago with um, a singer called Ray, uh, who signed to my record label, and she's great and a really great writer. Um, she's a lot younger than me, so had a bit of a fresh, like, perspective on being a teenager. But um, yeah, we just we just decided to write about you know being young and and um, that that kind of first love where you meet someone and you stay with them for a long, long time and um, you've kind of grown up together and um, yeah and evolve together as as people and um and as a couple and i just found it really fascinating thing to write about and so it's just yeah kind of like um that kind of love where um you've been together for a long time and you're trying to sort of find find the love again
0: if you missed their full chat you can listen back at kmfm.co.uk that's it for now but don't forget you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day
1: news you can trust this is the Kent Online podcast